Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Uh, well, for all of us uh, in the office here, this is a very, very special time of the year because not only do we have our AFL record season guide, uh, we also now have uh, the AFL record pre-season edition. Now, this is for anybody who's anybody that has anything remotely to do or any interest in uh, the fantasy, the AFL fantasy that gets played every single year. This is your almanac. This is your Bible. This is the publication that you need. And one of the men uh, who plays, one of the men who plays a key role. In and putting it together, senior right off the AFL record. Ash Brown's been good enough to jump on the phone just to take us through this uh, wonderful edition, the pre-season edition. Ash, uh, congratulations on it. I know um, from afar, seeing how much work you guys put into this, but just take us through what the pre-season edition is all about and why uh, anyone who's listening right now needs to have a copy. Sam, hello. Good to be with you once again, mate. This is the Bible for, as you said, for people who play fantasy. It's actually one of our biggest selling editions of the year, it sort of signals for a lot of people it's the that the new season, the new footy season, is just around the corner. So this is our as a fantasy edition with the, our guys, the traders who who do a mountain of work over summer. They do all the research, crunch all the numbers, come up with uh, the best teams to pick in fantasy, the best players whose whose value, who uh, who maybe to stay away from. They go through and rank in position. We've got draft rankings for the defenders, midfielders, rucks, and forwards. So that all the information you need, so that so the thousands of people out there and many listeners, I'm sure, who who play AFL fantasy and take it very seriously. Well, and it's got such an incredible following. Now we have just been getting inundated on the station. You would have heard over the last day and a bit in regards to Champion Data's elite list that they put together. Um, now, is there any correlation between that uh, and then the rankings that you guys have put together uh, for the AFL record preseason edition? I, look, I don't think there is. I mean, but I stand corrected because we leave so much of this of this part of the magazine to our guys, the traders. Yeah. My understanding is they obviously use AFL champion uh, the champion data stats to come up with their rankings mm. um, and the points and what have you. But uh, and certainly the fantasy points are calculated live on a game through the champion data match stats. But I'm not sure whether how directly that is related to the rankings that came out the other day that of themselves, as we know, are very controversial. Well, if you are into your fantasy, so the AFL, pre-se- the AFL record pre-season edition, the fantasy experts, uh, as Ashley just mentioned, the traders, so they've got all the options there, tips on how to play it uh, to great effect in 2022, profiles on every player together with their 2022 fantasy price. So if you are into the AFL fantasy, you, you essentially this is like going to a job site without your tool belt. Uh, that's that, that's what this brings to the table. Ash, you've got a couple of key stories in there that I was really uh, really interested to have a, a chat to you about. Um, you've wrapped up the off season. What were some of the key takeaways in the story that you you've come up with um, from from what would have been another really interesting off season? Given COVID still having an impact, we've had teams that have had it run rife through them. Um, what what's come out of it for you in this story? Yeah, well, obviously COVID. Sam is a lead story, I guess, and you know, when we put this to to bed a couple of weeks ago, we still were unclear about uh, how many players it might affect. You know, we know that uh, that Liam Jones and uh, Jack Darling and Jed Anderson are some high-profile players who at this stage aren't playing in 2022 because they haven't been vaccinated or fully vaccinated. Certainly, it was also the summer with a couple of big uh, boardroom changes. The 
Collingwood, uh, Mark Corder out and Jeff Brown in, and, and Jeff Kennett probably on his way out of Hawthorne following the election of uh, Ian Silk to the Hawthorne board. So we had a look at a bit of that. We looked at some of the player trades, and we, we had a bit of deep dive into Hugh Greenwood's amazing move, wasn't it, from North Melbourne to Gold Coast, having declared on Twitter that he was you know, set to play for the Suns, and yet a day or so later he, he was in the North Melbourne Polo. So, one of the uh, smartest, Ash, one of the smartest pickups of the preseason, I reckon, for North Melbourne. Um, and, and with what's happening with Ben Cunnington, and we are all thinking of him and hoping that he can make a, a speedy and, and strong recovery as possible. But it, it was a smart move with or without what was happening with Ben Cunnington, and he just provides a, a big body of protection around that young midfield. Gee, that was it's amazing to me that the Suns let him go, given you thought they would have learnt the mistakes of Jared Lyons' past, but they let him go, and it'll be another one you'd think that it would be to their detriment. How's he been slotting in um, down at Arden Street? Oh, they love him. I yeah. Exactly, provided. And, and it means that you know, with a guy like Cunnington, obviously coming back from a very serious condition, they can absolutely take their time with Cunnington. No hurry to get him back whatsoever on the basis that. Green was going to come in and play a very similar role. So just a, a great pickup. Yeah, and uh, you know, Gold Coast fans will tell you they can give you 10 players, or people who watch Gold Coast closely will give you 10 players that they could have made that were more expendable on the list from a, a list management point of view for a 72-hour exposure or whatever it was than Hugh Greenwood. So a crazy move by, by the Suns that uh, will reap great dividends for North Melbourne. The, um, the, you take an in-depth look to the 2021 NAB AFL draft class. Uh, I saw Tex Walker today saying Josh Rochelle um, at, uh, at Adelaide is a big chance to play come round one. What else, uh, you, what, what else can we find in that story in regards to how the draft class is settling in? Well, we had a couple of angles. One angle to look at is that um, there's been a number of players picked up and we focus on three who actually were very lucky enough to be drafted to the teams they barracked for. So it was great to be able to talk to um, Josh Ward at Hawthorne, Sam Darcy, of course, of the Bulldogs, and also uh, Tyler Zonzi at the Tigers, who all went to the team they back for as kids. And I mean, a guy like uh, Josh Ward, I know you're a bit partial to, to the Hawks, Sam. Uh, yes. He thinks he can play around one because he said, look, I'm a fan of the team and I've studied them pretty closely. And I reckon there's a, there's a place for me in the team. So, you know, if you bury through the team, you know, it's interesting with draftees, sometimes they try to, dial down the passion meter, don't they, in the year they're going to be drafted because they want to be seen to be uh, uh, valuable for any team that might come knocking on their door. So they take down the posters on the wall and that sort of thing. But uh, Josh Ward admitted, you know, his love for the Hawks didn't change and he watched them more closely than any other team. Um, and Sam Darcy the same, you know, Bulldog son of son of Luke, Bulldog royalty, talked about what it was like to be the 2016 grand final when they had the drought-breaking premiership. So I think it's an extra thrill for those guys to go to the team's they barrack for. And also, we know this is a draft three first round picks born in Africa. So it was good to talk to the people involved in the drafting and uh, and uh, Neil Rasmus, who went to Fremantle, who born in Johannesburg. So it was it's a really good angle for the AFL as well. It's a three, the first time that anyone can remember that three first round picks were born, not just uh, outside Australia, but on, different, on the same continent. The other story I'm really looking forward to reading, Ash Brown, uh, AFL Record, the preseason edition is out now. You've done a special feature on the three new coaches. So Michael Voss, Craig McRae and Sam Mitchell, Carlton Collingwood, Hawthorne, respectively. Um, where did you, when you walked away from writing that story, which one of those three did you find the most interesting to have a chat to about where they're at and, and what's happening for them at the moment? 
Well, I really enjoyed chatting to Craig McRae uh, for, for this piece. I've spoken to him for a couple of times for pieces in a pr- prior to this for the record, but it's great to have a chat to him about Collingwood and, and, and the vastness of that job. I mean, in a way, McRae and Mitchell go with less expectation than Michael Bossett, Carlton, mm. whose president, Luke Sayers, has come out and said, we expect to play finals <laughs> in 2021 oh, or 2022. That was before the, the Sam Walsh injury. That was when he, um, on the day he flew in. He just got off a plane to come into Melbourne, put on a polo, and then got told finals is a pass mark. Yep. Yeah, that's right. So, it's, And they're three big clubs, aren't they, Sam? Yep. I mean, three big clubs, big supporter bases. And Hawthorne fans don't have that lot to complain about, but there is a growing restlessness amongst the Hawthorne people. And you know they haven't done a whole lot since the last premiership. And Carlton's been what uh, 1995, the last premiership, and Collingwood as well, 2010 since the last one. So there's three big impatient supporter bases that these these coaches will go in with a fair bit of under a fair bit of pressure. So it's just good to talk to them about what their approach has been so far, the sort of teams they're putting around them, and uh, the different approaches they've taken to putting together their coaching staffs and what their early days in the job were like. So I always enjoy talking to coaches, and I enjoy putting this piece together. And a real spanner in the works, obviously, which uh, you wouldn't have been aware of when you were putting this story together, but we found out yesterday in, uh, that Sam Walsh is going to miss the first four weeks of the season. I wouldn't imagine that would have been in Michael Voss's calculations that the reigning best and fairest um, is going to be taking a seat. Um, but it is going to put... Um, we're going to put a microscope on the rest of that midfield to, to stand up and, and cover him in, uh, in his absence. Yeah, that's right. There's uh, other midfielders have to step up now, don't they? I mean, probably a good move. They've got Adam Chair across the Fremantle because he'll add some class to that midfield group straight away. But yeah, more pressure on Patrick Kipps, uh, Patrick Cripps as well, um, and, and various other players to run through their midfield. So it's uh, a lot of work now for Carlton to try and cover him for those four, first four to six weeks when he doesn't play. Well, just on Vossi before I let you go, what did you glean from him in in the the, the chats that you were having? Um, we under, we all know what happened at Brisbane and 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 why it happened. What 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 is it? What did you gain from him? A new another chance, a new beginning. Um, you know, this is Michael Voss, the coach, Mark too. What did you What did you take away from your chats with him? Well, he doesn't want to compare himself. He doesn't really want to compare uh, Carlton to Brisbane. I mean, it was a long, you know, ten years ago, and in a way, that's a different era because footy coaching has exploded. He's got a lot more people to work with. But I think he realises that he probably micromanaged a lot at Brisbane, and that is a, a trap that a lot of first-time coaches fall into, that they want to be across everything. I think this time he's a little bit more detached. He's going to let his assistant coaches give them their lead, let them do what they need to do, and he's going to sort of sit across the top a bit more, probably a bit more of a manager than a coach, I suspect, will be his approach this time around. I think that's probably the one difference for Michael Voss. But over the his, he was the assistant at Port Adelaide, of course, in the, in the interim, and with every year, Ken Hinckley would give him more responsibility. So it really prepared him to, to iron out a few of the kinks from his first time around. And he'll clearly be much better prepared second time around. And Carl, I think, we're very fortunate to have him. Ash Brown, AFL, pre, AFL record pre-season edition. This is the must-have edition for those that are playing AFL Fantasy. The traders have got all the options and tips how to play AFL Fantasy in 2022. Player profiles, their fantasy price, how you should go about your fantasy work. And Ash Brown's three in-depth stories uh, about the off-season, the 2021 NAB AFL draft, and then the special on those three new coaches. Look forward to having a read of it, Ash. We can get it at Coles, Woolworths, news agents, bookstores, right around the country. Mate, thanks so much for chatting to us, and we'll speak to you again very soon. Look forward to that. Thanks for your support. 
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.